0: From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you? God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Asha Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Today on the show, we have Miss Sequoia Grant. Welcome to the show, Sequoia. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about you, Sequoia. Um...
1: Well, I'm 27. I have four kids. Um, I'm a workaholic, basically. And just like to have fun. That's it.
0: Okay. Tell us about some different traumatic experiences that you have experienced in your life that you would like to
1: share on today. Um, I just got one. Probably one episode. Um. Like I've been in an abusive relationship back in 2015. So yeah, 2015 to 2016.
0: Okay, so for a whole year you were in an abusive relationship. Yes.
1: Um how did it become about? Um basically I was pregnant during the time I was pregnant with my oldest son. And, like, everything was cool. I grew up with the guy. You know, I met him at church. And we grew up together. And I guess we tried out the dating thing. And, just like I said, I was pregnant, so everything was cool. And then, like, after I had the babies, like, everything just kind of turned. It just went in love. After the first child or after the fourth child? After my third. The third child. Yeah. Okay. That's my, my oldest son. Okay. Um, like, everything just turned. Like, he just wasn't himself no more. And I think the the very first time he put his hands on me, it was kind of odd because I was like... It was like a couple of days after I actually left the hospital. After you had... My, my, first, my, my son. Okay. Yeah. So, it was just kind of odd. Like, I didn't understand what was the reason. And, um... It stopped for a minute and then it started going. It started kept going and kept going, so I kept asking, I was like, "What, what, what is the, you know, what is the meaning of this, and his turns was, that's his way of showing, you know, loving, him, his love, so wow. it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of odd, so I was like, okay, and then it stopped, it stopped for like a month, because he was like, I won't, I won't ever do it again, I promise you, and so one night, I think he just came home, he went out and he came home. And I think I was either up waiting for him or something like that. Long story short, uh, I had got a black eye.
0: So he came out the blue just doing things or he started an argument with you it's like
1: the argument. Yeah. Okay. Basically he was okay, you know how um basically he was cheating. Basically. Okay. So, if I was to find something in his phone and ask him about it, he just, he blew he blows up. And my thing is, if you out, you know, out doing your thing, then why, you know, why why come home with it? Just, you know, take your distance. We're not married. We're not, we're not nothing. We're just boyfriend and girlfriend. So, if that's what you want to do, you could have just left me alone and just, you know, be by yourself. He didn't want to do that. His thing was, you're mine and you're not going anywhere. So um that was the first black eye. The second black eye was um I was actually on my way to church and he wanted to take the car. We had one car at the time. And he wanted to take the car and I was like I need to go to church. Like, what are you doing? You can either drop and I asked him I said, "Can you drop me off?" I mean, I don't mind you taking the car cuz we were sharing one car. And we got into this whole altercation and I remember having my daughter was behind me and I had my son in my hands and he um he pushed me. So I was trying not you know, I was trying not to land the way I was holding my son. So I was like, Okay, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just take the car, I will find me a ride. You still want to argue. You hit me again. You hit me. It actually I actually been drugged around my house from kitchen to bedroom to front room to actually being beat in the shower. So yeah, it was yeah, it and was. And was it
0: in front of the children?
1: Yes, it was.
0: Wow. And so that second time you got that black eye, was that your key to say, okay, I'm done with the situation, or did you? Continue? It was. It
1: was. I would say, I went. I was done. But you, you know, uh, being that you, you in love with this person, you're not done. So I actually went to go stay with my cousin for like a couple of couple of days to try to, you know, get some space. And when I came back home, everything was good. And the last the last incident uh, it was at night. I would think I was either going to like a little kit bag. <clears throat> and I guess what I had on was inappropriate, if I'm not mistaken. And um it's the, the swing, the little baby swing. I remember having the swing sitting right there and we got into it. He was like, You're not about to wait that and I was like, I'm just going to a kit bag, it's my cousin. Like, it's nothing, I don't have, there's nothing going on. And we got into it, and he actually went in his room and grabbed a gun. And, you know, he hit me, and then the way I fell... With the gun? Yeah. Okay. He hit me with the gun. So he basically pistoled. Basically, yeah. And the way I fell, <clears throat> I hit the hinges of the door, and... Got, had to go get, like, 16 stitches. I had blacked out. So, I didn't know... Like, when I woke up, I was in the hospital. Because I was... I had blood everywhere. And, um... You know, when you're in an abusive relationship, it's it's kind of... It's kind of hard. Uh, you know, people are coming be like, Well, what happened? And you, you, you scared of this person. You terrified. So, my thing is, I had... I lied. I was like... I was at a party. You know, I got drunk. And this happened. And I went back home. And... From me being pistol up, I had uh, a black eye from them doing the stitches. I had um blood uh bust a blood vessel in my eye, um. To the point where I I've never had to wear glasses, so now I have to wear glasses. Like now? Yeah, now. So, and because of the stitches or something? No, oh? because the way he hit me. Okay. Yeah. So. It was like, it was, it was, ter- I was really terrified. But I, I went back home because, you know, you're terrified of this person. You don't know if he's going to come after you. You don't know if he's going to come after your kids or what. And how I got out of this situation, I was talking to my dad. And, you know, a, a female, me, I, I I'm very close to my dad. So I was talking to him. He was like, you need to get out of it. You need to get out of it. He was like, you, you, you are my only daughter. He was like, and I I feel like he's trying to take your life away. And his, and at the time, his thing was, if I can't have you, nobody can.
0: So he was very controlling. Yeah, he
1: was very controlling. Because of
0: things that he was doing.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So when your dad said what he said to you, that was more like an eye opener for you. Yeah, it was an eye opener.
1: Because... My thing is, just like I said, it's it's hard. Uh, a, a lot of people ask me, like, how did you get out of that? Why did it take so long? Why did you just leave? And I be telling people, like, it's hard trying to get out of that situation. Like, when you in an abusive relationship, you're you're you're, you're se- You get low self esteem. You get like you your conscience just like because they they mentally, physically, and everything they just abusing you and all that in that in them places. So it was kind of hard. And so one night he didn't come home and I actually packed up all my stuff and went with my cousin I was like I can't do it no more. I was like I'm I'm afraid like I was losing been dad. Yeah. Basically. And did he know where you was or No, he didn't know I was until I popped back at the, I had to pop back up at the house. And he pulled up and he was like I'm just I just came here to get my things. And I was like okay, you know, grab your things, you know, if we we in it, that's it. And he grabbed his things. But before you love, um, he was going at the back door. So I was going behind the back door. Behind him, you know, the it Because mm-hmm. I had just got my lock changed and everything. Mm-hmm. You grabbed me. And you just you just went to hit. And then you went to stump me and everything. And I was like, okay. And I ran across the street to my neighbor. I was like, you got, you got to call the police. I was like, I can't do this no more. You got to call the police. And... I knew it was time because it got to the point where I was in that house and it was like blood and areas that I couldn't get out. So it was it was it was hard. It was kind of hard. I was like, I I can't do it no more. And after that, I think the next day, the officer called me and was like, um, we have arrested him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I haven't heard any more from him.
0: And so he's all of your four kids' dad.
1: No. Oh no. Okay. Just one.
0: Um. So. That you said that was what 2016 thirteen fifteen 2016 and so what emotions did you feel after all of that was over or during the process like what I know you said low self-esteem, but like what thoughts were you thinking about yourself that
1: it took a while to um i don't it took a while like i didn't I didn't like looking in the mirror at myself. Like walking around with a a, a mark that you got to live for the rest of your life with, like just looking at it, it was it was hurtful. Looking in my eyes, I spots in my eyes. It was like it's a reminder. But I kind of got over it once I started. I had to take counseling, so I had to you know let some let some stuff go. But in order how I actually really really got over it, I went to see him while he was in jail. jail. And I went, and I was like, you know what? You don't ever have to say anything. I forgive you. I said, because holding that stuff in on my side, I'm, I'm going to be sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got daughters. I have sons. I have to teach my sons, don't put your hands on a female. That's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. Just leave. And I had to tell my daughters, don't let no man put, put their hands on you. Their own dad don't even put their hands on. Like, mm-hmm. so don't don't let it happen. Mm-hmm. So it was kinda it was kinda hard getting over it, but when I actually got over it I really had to go see him like I just forgive you. I don't even know I don't wanna know why you did it. I forgive you. So after all of that time
0: has passed, have you ever sat down and kinda like di- digested like okay, well he's a narcissist. Like it's some things that he was dealing with it, I wasn't the problem.
1: He actually um I actually sat down and talked to his mom and she was like he watched his dad do the same thing to her. So I'm guessing it kinda it rubbed off on him. So I guess that was his way of it really explaining his love, I guess.
0: And so what's your definition of love now? Like when you get are you in a relationship now? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so what are you looking for in the your next relationship? Or you know, what's your definition of love now? Because in your mind back then, well maybe he loves me, so maybe that's mm-hmm. why he's doing what he's doing. So what's your thought pattern now when it comes to, you know, relationships and love and things like
1: that? My thing is
0: like what like what are you gonna look for? And if that was to happen again, are you gonna leave or are
1: you gonna just stick it out again? No. If that was to happen again, I'm just gonna leave. I can't I can't deal with that anymore. But Looking for funny, um, smart. Got something going for yourself. Got to love kids. Like, I have kids. And my kids come first. I do not play about my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And always got... I just... Me, I'm not a materialistic female. So, my thing is, I like time. Like, I always tell them, a person can buy you anything, but it's the time that they gonna remember. So... And basically, that's like mainly it.
0: So, to all the girls who's out there in a abusive relationship, what could you tell them? Like, before it's
1: too late, leave, leave. Because anything, I lost. I lost a cousin to domestic violence. Like, and me, I felt like I should have said something, but I guess for me being afraid. It took a a minute. Like I said, it took a minute for me to get over this situation, for me to actually talk about it. But if you are in an abusive relationship, just just leave. Don't even try to stick it out. Don't ask questions. Just go and do not look back because anything is bound to happen. Anything.
0: And do thoughts still kind of like replay in your head about the different situations that has took place? Oh, yeah. And so what do you do to kind of like get back to yourself?
1: Yeah, yourself. I don't know. I looking at my baby's face is like a whole motivation. Like knowing that I'm actually still alive to that I'm actually made it out, that's like my motivation.
0: Gotcha. And have you ever got to a point where you're like, Maybe I'm not good enough or maybe this and maybe that. Oh yeah, like, maybe he is right. Maybe you see what I'm saying. Yeah, I have. I
1: actually when we was in a relationship I did actually thought think of that like I used to ask him like is it something I'm not doing? Is it something I can do better? Is it you know, I used to ask a lot of questions, but he used to always say no, it's not you. It's and he not and you. he would say that. Yeah, he would say that.
0: So, have you gotten to
1: the point where you love
0: yourself, you know yourself worth? Oh yes. Okay. Gotcha. Oh yeah. And it's I, the most beautiful thing. Yes. Yes. And so what? okay that how old
1: were you at the time
0: I was oh, 19
1: 21
0: 21 so what could, could you tell your 21 year old self now
1: um okay by that what I mean what like girl you should have been like you know what I'm saying like, like you're having a conversation yeah, with yourself I'm, like
0: I'm, what <laughs> could you tell your 21 year old self now
1: I should have told my twenty one yo self, don't do it. Keep it moving. Was the baby holding y'all together? Wasn't more like you had the son, so it was
0: like- yeah, it
1: was like I didn't want to, you know, split the family. Mm-hmm. Like we, I just had a son, so I wanted to, like maybe just. It's the saying no, no baby holds a man. It uh, no baby holds a man. He gonna continue to do what he want to do, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that in my head. But now I have it. Like, if you want to go, just go. Because so, you grew up, did you grow up
0: with a mother and a father and mm-hmm. the household? So that's probably why you, when mm-hmm. you dig deep, that thing. like,
1: well, I want my kids to have the same. Yeah, I, I, I really did. Like, I wanted them to be like, okay, my well, mom and daddy's still together. So when they get older, they'll know, okay, well, you know, let me try this out and stick it. But it's not worth it. If you're getting beat on, regardless if you got a child from them or not, let them take care of their child. That's, that's all that matters. But at the end of the day, it, it's, not, it's not worth it at and all. And you are enough. Yes. You are enough. Yes.
0: How can people, uh, the listeners, uh, reach out to you who's going through an ab- abusive relationship but don't have anyone to talk to? How can they reach out to
1: you? Um, look, I don't do social media, but I actually just got back onto Instagram. So, I mean, they can... How can they find you on Instagram? My Instagram name is psychobunny2013. And can you spell
0: that out for them?
1: It's a (laughs) lot.
0: You (laughs) just never know who may want to reach out to you. It is is
1: P-Y-O-P-S-Y-C-H-O-B-U-N-N-Y 2013. And that's all together. That's all together. Okay. Until next
0: time, Pain to Purpose with Asha Thank you for tuning into Pain to Purpose Podcast. You can find each and every episode on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast Hub, SoundCloud, and Heavytraffic.com. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Also, follow me on Instagram at underscore pain, the number two purpose underscore you can also email me at pain the number two purpose podcast at gmail.com